This is episode 31 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Coffee? Check. Music? Check. Fun and encouragement? Check and check. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. So I had to stop myself judging. Ooh, never good. I was reading a story. Christian uh, businessman, successful guy, just how he lays out his week. Because he's been pretty successful. And this little feeling I got when I read, he says, every Friday, he and his wife go to their marriage counselor. Mm. First thought. First thought here was, oh, do they have problems or something? And had to stop myself. Wait a second, Tim. If they were, you know, going to a, a, what to work out together, would you say, ooh, do they have problems with their health? No, you'd say they value their bodies. They're taking care of it. Made me wonder why is that something that exists? Some we we assume there's some kind of problem, something not good going on. Isn't it a really wise thing to do for anybody? Marriage counseling. Wow. Yeah, because I would have thought the same thing. It's right. Like, oh, yeah. you usually go to marriage counseling because there's uh, problems there. I've uh, I've heard pastors say uh, that they have a counselor that they go to. And I, you know, I'm mm. thinking, oh, well, that's a good idea. That's healthy. But yeah, I wonder why that is. I wonder why we automatically turn mm. to the, oh, because if there's something, if we need to get our car tuned up, we just go <laughs> right. get our car tuned, get the yeah. oil changed. Uh-oh, yeah. something wrong with your car? No. Right. Just, just getting the oil changed. And counseling is really about mental health. And obviously, mental health is something that we need to be having more conversations about. It keeps coming up in the news and uh, mental health and mental illness. And they're actually two very different things. The Bible talks a lot about mental health. It's as important as what we eat or how we live. Tim, you kind of alluded to that. And there is so much about our mind in the Bible. You know, I think immediately of Romans 12, too, which talks about not being conformed to this world but being transformed. How are we transformed? By the Mm. renewing of our mind. What is counseling about? It's about renewing your mind. You know, if you're feeling hopeless, whether it's in your marriage or just in your own life, hopelessness keeps you from seeing a solution to a problem. But counseling reminds you that Jesus is the source of our hope. You know, if you're feeling insecure, you kind of you know stumble on yourself, you become very anxious. And the Bible tells us a lot about anxiety. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. So counseling just reminds us of those things about our mind, you know, and there's so many other areas that counseling can address. But Goodness, in marriage counseling, it's about the difference between men and women. I don't know if you guys have been to marriage counseling. I actually love the times that we've been in counseling because a lot of times they'll say, well, you know, your husband does this because of X, Y, and Z. I'll go, really? That's how guys are? And I would guess it's the same for you guys about how women are. Yeah, and I was going to say, though, what's wrong with, as Tim first brought up, what's wrong with getting ahead of the problems even before the anxiety comes in it's it's the let's take care of things now uh so when these things come up we know how to handle them you don't have to wait i think the thing is you don't have to wait until there's a problem to go get counseling or get your car fixed or go to the doctor or those kind of things uh it's good to take care of the things what Teresa said renewing the mind 
helps you do just that. Talking about before the problems come up, I still think back to some of the counsel my wife Trinity and I got when we were in pre-marriage counseling. And something that Mm -hmm. I thought was so cool about that particular experience, and that's not the only time we've talked to other wise couples, but those people in our pre-marriage counseling were uh, folks who knew her really well and, and somebody I was getting to know well too before this counseling experience. And I think there's a lot of power in that and there can be a lot of wisdom in somebody who doesn't just know one of you really well and you know maybe going to be on one person's side or something somebody who knows you both as a couple is invested in both of you and just the cool things that happen there i don't have the ability to speak for every pastor <laughs> different availabilities different schedules and all that kind of thing but i will just say pastors know people they know god's word If you are a member of a church, hopefully your pastor knows you pretty well. But if they don't, maybe this is a cool way to get to know your pastor better, them to get Mm. to know you and your wife better. Sit down and have a conversation. And again, I think that's really wise. You don't have to wait till there's a problem for that conversation to happen. Wait a minute. I'm going back to what Therese said earlier. She said men and women are different. (laughs) Uh, Wait a A minute. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So again, those things that you converse about and talk about beforehand, if there's, you know, whether there is a problem or not a problem, but just to find out how that communication does or or doesn't work sometimes. I just read this quote that says, preaching is personal counseling on a group basis. And there's something at the heart of that that should be at the heart of good counseling in that it matches the Bible. And this is important because there's a lot of different counselors out there, but you cannot go wrong when you have biblical-based counseling. All Scripture is breathed out by God. What is it profitable for? Well, for teaching and reproof and correction. If your life is off track, you want to correct it. Boy, there's some great encouragement there in 2 Timothy 3. So counseling that matches Scripture is the key if you want to live a godly life. I'm going to take it back to the uh, car uh, situation. If you have that anxiety that we've talked about earlier and uh, wanting to get counsel on that, uh, look at the anxiety almost like I've heard a pastor say, kind of like the, the warning light on your car. You hmm. know, see the check engine light? That's mm-hmm. just a warning. Anxiety or any of those things, that's not a sin. It's just kind of a warning light to say, okay, let's get this thing fixed. And mm-hmm. what do we do? And the number one thing is prayer. What a what a great thing to pray with, a, with mm-hmm. your spouse. Uh, pray with a friend if there's a trouble in a situation or relationship. Prayer, as we all know, uh, may not change the situation right away, but chair, uh, prayer changes us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a, a great way to start. It's the way to start uh, if there is any of that anxiety, that little warning light. And how much bigger are those things, anxiety, despair, fear, if you're doing it on your own? Mm. You know, if you're by yourself, Mm -hmm. boy, those things seem so big. Well, why is that? It's because it's the enemy one-on-one with you. And community is really at the heart of counseling. You know, when you bring somebody else into your circumstance or into your marriage We're supposed to live in community with other Christians. That's why church is so important for my wise guidance. You can wage your war 
And in an abundance of counselors, there is victory. That is in Proverbs 24. We are in a battle. And I think sometimes we forget that, that every day we're fighting a war against the enemy. And there's nothing about seeking counsel, whether it's a professional Bible-based counselor or a trusted friend or an older couple at church who's at a different season of their marriage or another mom or dad who has kids older than yours that you can seek advice from because you're in a battle and they have a tool like arsenal that you don't have at your disposal. And boy, they can give you so much insight. People who have been through the hard journey ahead of you are great at giving you good godly advice on how to get through that on your own. If you're thinking, are my problems though, like, I don't know, are they big enough to like have to seek out that kind of counsel you're talking about there, Therese? I just think about what I've heard from every person that I've talked to that's been through the Healing Journey program. They say, no, look, this is not for like only if you've got some sort of big sort of baggage trauma problem. No, this is for everyone. The Healing Journey program is. And that's something I think is so cool that happens in those communities that meet. The Healing Mm -hmm. Journey is one of the ministry outreaches that Family Life is blessed to be a part of. And these are groups, small communities that meet across New York and Pennsylvania, and they happen at different times throughout the year. And it's one of the kind of things where you hear the same stories so many times, you think, wow, there's something going on there. And if that's anything that would be of any interest to you, yes, again, any, you, whoever, whatever your story background is, married or not, The Healing Journey is a program that's brought just that, healing to so many. And you can find out more about that at the website at familylife.org. Yes, Cindy Sherwood, who wrote that program, has been through so many of those traumatic situations that people face. She has experienced all of the doubts and the questioning that you may have in your life, and she has found the biblical replacement for so many of those lies. That's what I love so much about The Healing Journey. It really, if nothing else— is the best Bible study of the life of Joseph that I have ever experienced in my life. It is a commitment. It's 29 weeks long, but it is life-changing. It's going to open your eyes to God's love for you, how you can trust him, how faithful he is, and it's going to give you such a depth of knowledge of the Word of God. It's going to empower you in your own life, and who knows, maybe you can impact somebody else with what you've learned on The Healing Journey. And one final note, uh, truth in counseling. Uh, When you go through the healing journey or any other counsel you might get, uh, God knows everything that's going on, and you need to be truthful to get to the healing if you need healing in a situation. It would be like going to a a doctor and having a shoulder problem and only telling him about your ankle. And then he looks (laughs) at the ankle and says, well, it seems pretty good. And you walk out looking for just a good report, not really coming to the problem. So when you're in counseling, truth about what is actually actually going on. And I know the healing journey uh, digs into that truth. So be truthful. Uh, God knows everything. So uh, let's, if you want healing in any area, you have to open up and be truthful about it. Again, if you want more on the healing journey classes, just go to familylife.org. If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Do you smell it? smell, the kind of smelly smell, the smelly smell that smells. Ooh, the smelly smell that smells. It oh. must be somebody microwaving fish at no. work again. Oh, 
that what he's talking about there? Okay. That's a mistake. See, it's healthy to eat fish. Maybe you went out, you know, and had some fish last night. You have some leftovers. Do not bring them to work. Do not cook them in the work microwave. Please. Those are like hard and fast rules. Yeah, please. Okay, but it doesn't apply to all fish. So I have here the official list. Oh, good. The fish. Of the, the, fish. the fish, fish list. list. <laughs> Why where's, must I make my life so much where's, harder? Where's Dr. <laughs> Seuss when we need him? The fish list of acceptable fishes to consume in the workplace. Are you ready? Yes. yes. You may... <laughs> You may eat Swedish fish. Yes, no. <laughs> you may also eat good fish crackers. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And gummy sharks are also acceptable, but they're <laughs> kind of like. <laughs> you're not late. You're right on time, and we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Hey, are you an overthinker? Okay, if you're still wondering, the answer is yes, because if you have to think about that, yeah, you're probably overthinking it. And yeah, you already knew that, though. You already know you overthinker like me spend too much time analyzing brief text messages thinking, well, they replied yes, but they didn't send an emoji, so maybe I... (laughs) Yep, overthinking 101. And you don't need me to tell you, overthinker, that it can be exhausting And maybe to you, fellow overthinker like myself, having what the Bible calls the mind of Christ sounds like it'd be a really huge relief right about now. Yeah, that's my prayer too. We can pray it for each other. And I still overthink a lot of little things, but those moments where God gives clarity, oh, thank you, God, for giving your children the mind of Christ. Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. I have a handy tool if you want to get better grades in school. Hey, that That was quite a song. I like your song. Overwhelming evidence that those who listen to music while you're studying, you absorb information more. Mm. So you play that song when you study night or day, and you'll get a better GPA. That's just, hey, it's better at work, too. They say it's, you're more productive at work uh-huh. when you listen to your favorite song. Was that one of your favorite songs right there? Or? I don't know, but I don't think I'll forget it um, yeah. in one way or another. It that's looks like it worked. That's why we're so productive here. We listen to music at work. Mm-hmm. Ha! On Family Life. <laughs> Facing a whole new day is a lot easier when you remember that God is in charge. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. You put a message out into the air and you hope that it gets where it's going. You're not really sure of where it's going to end up. For this little girl in England, oh, she knew exactly what she was trying to connect to. November Alpha 1, Sierra, Sierra. Mike Zero Lima, Mike Kilo. Mike Zero Lima, Mike Kilo. This is NA1SS. Welcome to the International Space Station. My name is Isabella. I'm eight years old. You're five and nine. Thank you. Isabella, it's uh, so great to chat with you. Thank you for getting on the radio and saying hello. Thank you. Fly safe. Thank you, Isabella. Seven threes. I just love that, the faith of a child. Today, what do you want to do? I don't know. I think I'll talk to the International Space Station. Sounds like a good idea. Maybe just start with that person that you work with. You know, start by talking Uh, to them. It'll be a conversation that is out out of of this world. world. (laughs) It's Steve, Therese, and Tim helping you to rise up on family life. A friend you can turn to. 